Hello and welcome back to The Hayley Lloyd Show. As you can see, we are in a different studio space today, which I'm very excited about. Different backdrop, different vibe. And I'm going to be coming to you guys talking today about something that has become a key principle of what I've been teaching recently, especially with the feminine authority principles. And that is about fearlessness. Now, I want to be very clear that I'm not talking about we never experience fear. It's not about being fearless. It's about how we actually move through the world with the energy of fearlessness. So this really comes into the topic of being a fearless feminine authority. And in order for us to become feminine authorities, we are going to have to be brave. We are going to have to be courageous. We are going to have to lean into discomfort. And so today I want to talk to you guys about courage, bravery, and fearlessness. So what is fearlessness? What is being fearless? What is bravery or courage? Does it mean going to war and fighting? I think that's what a lot of us think it means, right? That in order for us to become fearless, we need to become a warlord or we need to become a hero. We need to be doing something heroic. But actually, being courageous and being fearless isn't about that at all. It's about being able to feel discomfort and take action anyway. And feeling discomfort means being vulnerable. If we have been met with a lot of judgment, a lot of conflict from our primary caregivers and our parents growing up, it may also be really difficult for us to be brave, to be fearless, because we've learned that when we do speak out or do something that is vulnerable, that we may experience judgment, that we may experience conflict. And that then goes into how we walk through the world today, because people have learned that if I'm uncomfortable, if I do something that is wrong, that I could be judged for, then there's going to be some sort of pain that is way worse than the discomfort that I'm feeling. I'm going to experience conflict. I'm going to have to sit with the shame of being judged and potentially not living up to the expectation of my parents. And that's a really core wound that a lot of us experience that will take us away from being able to be fearless. Ultimately, you can't be brave or courageous without uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. You're essentially needing to be really fucking vulnerable. And when things get hard and uncomfortable, you need to be able to lean in and not tap out. That's what bravery is. When things come up for you to face, don't lean out, lean in. When you don't learn to deal with discomfort, you will plateau in life, in business, because you're not willing to face the risk. And that's where most of the world is and why so many people like above a certain age will look back and say, I wish that I had done this. I wish that I had done that because they are coming from a place of I didn't move because I was scared. I didn't move because there was going to be discomfort and I was terrified of what that discomfort may make me. They were craving comfort. And so in the pursuit of wanting comfort, they didn't use courage and it meant that they missed out. Not leaning into courage and seeking comfort instead is the reason that people will never start the business that they dream of or never manage to grow their business past a certain point and then often go back to full-time jobs. It's why so many people remain frustrated for so long that they can't figure something out and waste so much time in the same situations over and over again, whether that's relationships that don't serve them or mentorship that doesn't serve them or looping around the same problems over and over again in business. Being fearless doesn't mean that you never experience fear. It means that you actively feel the fear, but you make moves anyway. Bravery and fearlessness is about being vulnerable. It's about putting yourself out there to potentially be wrong, to potentially fail and 
publicly fail, <laughs> to potentially let people down and still do things anyway because you know that you have the resilience to be able to face anything that comes your way. Because here's the thing, humans are built to be resilient. We are built to bounce back. We can face anything. And unfortunately, there is something called loss aversion, which I've spoken about previously, but is wired into the majority of us from birth, which basically keeps people from building growth, success and wealth in the long run. And loss aversion is basically where people perceive the potential loss as psychologically or emotionally more severe than an equivalent gain. For instance, the pain of losing $100 is often far greater than the joy of gaining the same amount of money. So people would prefer not to lose $100 than to gain it, to gain $200 in the future. So you can kind of see how this loss aversion affects us from taking risks, right? Risk-taking requires you to jump for a future gain that you can't see yet. But if you would prefer not to lose something today, you'll never gain that thing in the future. So if you're not prepared to invest $1,000 to, to learn a skill, you won't make back the $2,000 in the future because of the investment, because it was more painful to lose the $1,000 than it was to potentially fail in the future. But here's the thing that you've got to realize when it comes to like investing, whether it's in your business, in your life or whatever, you don't lose the money. The money comes back to you over a period of time. When I invested in a full-time employee just recently, I could have looked at the amount of money that I was losing, or I could look at how much the business could make because of the extra pair of hands. I'm looking at the long-term vision, not just the short-term lost. And this is honestly what the most wealthy people in the world understand. An investment doesn't mean loss of money. It means short-term loss for a long-term gain. And that requires bravery. This is where we're really talking about business right now. You know, In order for businesses to succeed, there needs to be an element of risk-taking. There needs to be an element of bravery, of courage, of fearlessness, because if there's not, you plateau, you stay stagnant, things don't move. And bravery and fearlessness is something that we can build. This requires trust. It requires leaning into discomfort. It requires you trusting the future vision of yourself. It requires uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. Let me talk to you guys about a couple of times that I've needed to be brave and how I handled it. One of the first ones was when I was living in the UK, I had a very comfortable salaried job. And I had had a full-time job for about a year. This was at a startup that was doing really, really well. I was going to, I was literally a day away <laughs> from getting my shares in the company. And that day I was like, I don't want to waste another second in something that I know that I don't want to do anymore. And I'd been playing up with starting my own agency for so long. And everyone around me was like, why would you leave? Why would you leave the stable job where it's doing so well? You're just about to get your shares in this company. Why wouldn't you stay? Like, it's so much smarter to stay. But I knew that if I stayed, I'd have to stay for another year to get the full amount of those shares. And I was like, that just doesn't feel aligned for me. Every single person was telling me I shouldn't. Every single person had fear for me. They were scared of what I was going to do for my career. They were scared of was I going to be able to pay my rent. They were scared of all of the different potentials that could happen for me. And they projected that onto me. And I felt it. I felt it from my parents. I felt it from my friends. And when you don't have courage, when you don't have bravery, you let that win. And you decide they're right. I'll stay in this situation even though it doesn't serve me. 
But in that moment, I lent into discomfort. I lent into the doubts. I lent into the fear. And I was like, I'm going to make a move anyway. And so I gave in my notice. I didn't have like an agency set up. I didn't have any like tangible things to hang on to. But I had a belief and I had a trust. I had a belief that I can make money if I want to. And this is where the manifestation piece comes in. I have developed a relationship with the universe where I genuinely believed that I would be supported. And I had a trust that I knew what I was doing. I really trusted myself. And this is a big part of courage is trusting yourself. If you don't trust yourself to make it work, it's going to be really hard to be courageous and to be fearless. And so I made that move. And literally within two days of that, I had like offers coming to me for contract work, for people asking me to do uh, design work on their website, to build out an agency brand. And I hadn't really even been looking for it, but I trusted and I made it work. And this just really goes to show like when you follow what you are meant to do, things present themselves to you. And this isn't to say, you know, leave your full-time job and like go all in, like if it doesn't feel aligned, but I felt the pull that it was right for me and I trusted that and I moved and I made it work. I trust myself that I was willing to do what it took to make it work. And that's the big thing with manifestation too. It's not just like waiting for it to happen. It's like you put you put in the aligned action. You take the action, you reach out to people, you put yourself in the rooms and you put yourself in the situation where you can have opportunities come to you. But that required me to lean into the discomfort despite other people's doubt. And it was the best thing I could have done. Another thing was I decided to move to Australia, even though it made no sense. My entire family is in the UK. I have no one out here in Australia. My uncle lives out here, but we're not very close. And again, people were like, but why would you do that? It feels so scary. Like you don't know anyone over there. And I just had a feeling. I was like, I have a desire to go to this place that is literally a day away. I have to get a day's worth of travel in order to get there. I'm not going to be able to see my family. I didn't have a partner. I didn't really have any friends out there. People didn't get it. And a lot of the people in my hometown as well didn't understand why I'd want to make a big move like that. But I knew. I trusted myself. And it was a fearless or courageous move where it was uncomfortable and I and I really want to stress here that like I'm not sat here being like none of this stuff was scary it was scary I had fear but this is the point of bravery you move through the fear you lean into the discomfort so I lent into the discomfort of what if I don't find a place what if I don't find any friends what if I can't find a place to move into what if I don't get a job what if I end up back where I started a complete failure but this is where the process of elimination that I went through was to understand what would the worst, worst case scenario be. And this is actually an exercise that I really suggest that people do if they're worried about, you know, what could happen is to be like, what would the worst case scenario be? So you can understand it. And once I really sort of broke it down, I was like, OK, so the worst that could happen is that I can't pay rent. I don't get a job and I end up going back home. That's not so bad. Like I can make it work. And actually energetically expanding myself to hold that discomfort of the potential failure of it meant that I could fearlessly move forward. Because that's a really big thing that stops people from moving is the fear of failure, the fear of judgment. What if it doesn't work? What if I can't do it? And this really comes into the idea of a fixed mindset, you know, a growth mindset. It's like, if it doesn't work, I'll just try something else. A fixed mindset of is if it doesn't work, I am going to be known forever as the person that couldn't make it work. And that's going to define my entire personality. But it doesn't. You know, it's just another building block. And that's a it's essential building block that we need as entrepreneurs. We are constantly failing. 
We're in a constant evolution of failing and we need to be able to act as data scientists in our business and look at the things that we're trying, the things that are working, the things that are not and be able to pivot really quickly. And that involves leaning into the discomfort of potential failure. So when I got over to Australia, it ended up working in a lot better ways than I thought it would. Yes, it was difficult. There were things that came up. I went through many dark nights of the soul when I came over to Australia, but I made it work and it built my resilience even more. Was it scary? Yeah, it was. Did I have to practice bravery, courage and fearlessness every single day to sometimes just get me through the days? Yes, I did. But it built my emotional intelligence so much and I would not be the person that I am today living the life that I'm living today if I hadn't taken that big scary action. The amount of people that I know that have said, I want to move somewhere else and then five years later they still haven't made the plunge because of the fear. It's like, what is stopping you right now from doing that? Another time that I had to take big scary action was there was a period about a year and a half ago where my business really dipped. I was working a full-time job um, at a tech company and my business had been doing pretty well. And I had a really difficult period when I went back to the UK and it really tanked my confidence. And so I think we got down to about $6,000 that month, which was pretty low for me at the time. And in that month, I ended up investing a huge amount of money into a coaching container to help me get myself back on track. Did it make sense to do that? No, it didn't. Um, A lot of people would say that I was crazy. My partner was like, what are you doing? But I was like, I trust myself. I need to follow my desire here. And my desire is saying this is right for me. My desire is saying that I need to learn something here. There is a knowledge gap that I, whether this is true or not, I feel like I can't move forward without this container right now. And I made that decision in my mind. And so I had to weigh up this option. Do I play the safe option, the comfortable option, which is do what my partner wants me to do, do what everyone says is the smart and safe things to do, keep on investing all of the money that I built into like a savings account and maybe buy a house one day, or do I double down on what I know is right for me? do the thing that I know is going to move things forward for me? And do I invest in the area that I know is going to bring me the amount of growth that I'm desiring? Was it scary to make that decision? Yes, I still vividly remember hovering over the pay button on PayPal and being like, am I really going to make this investment? It was a big investment. And I remember all of these thoughts going through my head, doubt, fear, a sinking feeling in my chest, like, am I really going to do this? But I realized that that was everyone else's dialogue. And when I really dipped into what do I want? Is this what I want? Do I feel like this is going to help me? Do I trust myself? The answer always came back to yes. And so I took the big action. I pressed the pay. And the next month was the highest month I've ever had in my business. Now, I'm not saying that that is always the case, but I trusted that there was something that I needed to learn and there was. I I trusted that there was an energetic gap that I had and there was. This is where sometimes you need to be able to trust your desire more than you trust the doubt of other people. And that's, again, what being fearless is. That's what being courageous is. It's about being able to lean into the discomfort, the fear and the doubt and not shy away from it. That's a huge part of being a business owner. If you don't have that skill, this is where businesses, again, they plateau because you stay at that 6K month like I could have done. I could have done that for the next six months and been like, well, it's not safe. I need to make another 10K before I can invest in this. I need to sign these two clients. But if I couldn't, what if I couldn't sign those clients? 
You know, it's like, okay, if I invest now, that's going to actually bring me the result that I want sooner. And that was scary. That was a scary decision to make. And it required fearlessness, but I made it anyway. Are you a growing entrepreneur looking for an expansive place to support you in growing your business to six or multi six figures? A place that doesn't just support you with market relevant strategies for scaling, but also gives you the mindset support to create the identity of someone who owns the six or multi six figure business? If this is you, the House of Feminine Authority Mastermind is for you. This is a 12-month mastermind that is designed to help you bridge knowledge gaps and step into a new identity where you've expanded your capacity to hold more responsibility, more pressure, more discomfort, and more change so that you can build the business that you are dreaming of running. You will get personalized coaching to support you on your journey and join a community of like-minded humans all on the same journey as you. This is for mission-driven humans that are wanting to become a feminine authority online, to make money in integrity and become known and sold out for the incredible reputation that they've built in their industry. To join the mastermind, follow the link in the description below to read more. If you have any questions, just send me a DM on Instagram at Haley June Lloyd. And even recently, I, I kind of mentioned it before, I said that I hired a full-time employee recently, but... Over the past four months, I strategically scaled back some of my offers. I stopped all reoccurring revenue coming in. I stopped all my high ticket offers because I realized that I was bottlenecked. And it meant that I couldn't break through a certain energetic ceiling in my business. And so I had to make a kind of very scary decision to stop doing the thing that was easy and actually scale back, dip my income, which is scary, right? So that I could move forward in the new year without being bottlenecked. During that time, I also decided that I needed to hire a full-time employee, my first full-time employee. I already have three contractors, but this was like a full-time like salary that was going to be coming out of my business every single month when the business was dipping. I also decided this month that I wanted to buy a house. <laughs> so we were also going through like getting a mortgage and I was divvying up like payments so that I could put more into a deposit so that we could, you know, get the mortgage that we wanted. And there was a lot of financial pressure and responsibility that was stacking up on me. And it was scary to make the decision to bring on a full-time employee in that period. It was scary to make the decision to start going for a house, even though I was dipping. But again, I trusted, you know, the fearlessness was like, this is scary, but I'm going to lean into discomfort. What is this trying to teach me? I didn't let it mean I shouldn't do this. I didn't let it sabotage me. I didn't let it stop me or slow me down. And now we're back up to where we were and we are not bottlenecked anymore. So 2024, I have no idea what is coming, but it's going to be big and I know it is. And so it just really goes to show that when, when we are in business, we are always going to be faced with these decisions, which are, I have two options. I could be comfortable or I could be courageous. And you need to decide what you want your business to follow. If you stick with comfortable, that's fine. That's amazing. You can definitely create a comfortable business. But if you have a desire to be a multi-million dollar company, these things don't live together. And so it really just comes back to what do you want? What do you want for your life, for your business? And if you do have the desire to build something huge, courage, fearlessness, bravery 
is a skill you are going to have to build. It isn't going to feel incredible to lean into discomfort every time. In fact, half the time it feels actually horrible. (laughs) But have I felt elated every single time I've taken a risk? No. And sometimes it's been really hard, but I did it anyway because I had trust in my vision and trust in myself. And I've got really good at handling discomfort. And when it gets scary, because I do have wobbles, I'm human, I actually did something a little counterintuitive and planned out the worst case scenario. So when I was hiring the full-time employee, I went through an exercise of like, what if I never made a sale again? What would I do? Well, I'd go and I'd get another job. What job would I get? Well, I'm now incredibly employable. I could pretty much have my pick of any of the sales jobs or I could go back into any marketing or design jobs if I needed to. Okay, well, what if I couldn't afford to pay my mortgage? Well, we would sell the house and I'd move. But I love my partner, so I know that we'd be okay. And I actually had these conversations with my partner and created safety between us to discuss all of it and actually helped so much to just realize, okay, the worst case isn't as bad as I think it's going to be like sure it will be difficult sure it'll be hard sure it'll be uncomfortable but I can deal with it and I kind of felt unstoppable after realizing that and realizing that I'm capable of anything because here's the thing my business couldn't move if I didn't take big scary action our businesses do not move without big scary action in fact we don't grow without big scary action without facing discomfort nothing grows in comfort and if you're currently waiting to feel comfortable enough to make a move that's an issue you'll be waiting your whole life business is not comfortable and I know that you want something big and so if you're searching for comfort maybe a full-time salary is safer for you or you do want something that's a little bit more stable and smaller and that's perfect but finding what you actually want is really important for you. So if you currently struggle with being brave and taking the action that you know you want to take, so for example, whether it's making an investment in your business, hiring a mentor, hiring an employee, taking big scary action and starting a different business, whatever it looks like, or whether you are scared of making a substantial change to your life, for example, leaving a relationship that is no longer serving you, setting stronger boundaries with friendships or moving countries, I want you to ask yourself why. Where do you currently lack trust? Do you lack trust in yourself? Do you lack trust in your vision? And then I want you to ask yourself, how do you feel about discomfort? And how does it make you want to act? How do you feel about being wrong? Does it make you feel guilty? Does it make you feel judged? And I want you to sit with these things, especially with the feeling of discomfort. What comes up for you? Because this is the little clues that we have that allows us to act as guides so that we can build our courage. Because a key attribute of all successful entrepreneurs is they feel the fear and they do it anyway in all areas of their life. They don't sit around and wait. They make moves. They do the things that don't make sense because they believe. They trust before anyone else trusts. They don't allow discomfort to stop them. They invest before they're ready. And a lot of people think, I need to wait until I've made the money so that I can invest, but don't often realize that the investment itself is going to allow them to make the money back 10 times faster. So all of this to say, courage is important. And if you currently have a fear or aversion to the discomfort that being brave creates, my invitation for you is to look into why. How can you actually start to build your emotional intelligence to hold discomfort? How can you actually start to build your trust so that you know that you'll be able to make it work no matter what? 
so that you actually understand like what is the desire that you have and what are the needle moving activities that you're going to need to take in order to get there which of those needle moving activities require bravery like even doing something simple like facebook ads <laughs> requires bravery right because you're again investing into something that you don't know is going to make a return we've been doing a lot of experimenting with facebook ads this year and some of them have literally made nothing <laughs> and but we've been investing the money and we've been experimenting with different like tripwires and eventually one of them has started working but there was a period where when you're just experimenting with different things like it does feel for a period of time like you're losing money you know but again it's like you're doing it for the future gain you've got to be able to experiment to try these different things and it's a vital part of business and so i really want to invite you guys to just do some introspective work and ask yourself just a simple question of what do I feel about bravery? What do I feel about courage? Am I acting courageously? Am I acting with bravery? What would it look like if I was to act fearlessly? What one action would I take tomorrow if I was acting through my highest level of trust and my greatest level of trust in where I want to go in my vision? What action would you take? I want you to give me a message on Instagram and let me know what comes up. What have you been waiting on or sitting on right now that you could make a move on? What's the biggest fear that comes up for you? What are you scared of happening? This isn't about judging the fears, but this is about building awareness. Because when we can build awareness and we can follow the triggers, that's when we can grow. If you enjoyed this episode, I would massively appreciate it if you would take the time to send this episode to a friend or tag me on your stories at Haley June Lloyd. It means the absolute world to me and I spend so much time pouring into these episodes and I love to do it for you guys about feminine authority. And if you want to get the message out about feminine authority with me, please make sure to share this around as well. Share it to a friend that could potentially use or enjoy the episode. It would mean the absolute world to me and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye guys. <laughs>